Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Gals. Today I have with me Beatrice, aka Bia. Yeah. What do you work on at Microsoft? Sure, so I work in uh, Azure Security and then inside Azure Security and the SQL team, this is a security team. Uh, and what we do is we run static analysis tools for all CNE or cloud and enterprise. And we look for vulnerabilities in code. And then we have tools that are security, compliance, and we file bugs. So that way in engineers and developers can go and fix them. That How way big is the security team? Our security team is just five people. Okay. Uh, I'm the PM and then- For all of Azure. Well, yes, but no. Uh, I mean, it's divided into a set of stamps or instance of a platform that we run. And then we are in charge of the one for data group. So data group would be like SQL, uh, Cosmos, Cosmos DB, okay. and things like that. The important uh, stuff. <laughs> all the data, yes. And so that's what we do. And it's just fun because we get to see a lot of what the teams develop and where the vulnerabilities exist. But at the same time, we're proactive, right? Like what, what we don't want is that the code gets checked before it's secure. Mm -hmm. So that's what we do. Nice. So how long have you been on this team? Uh, about a year and a half. Okay, so. where did you come from before that? Uh, before that, I was in the field. So I was a service delivery manager. And what that means is that I used to move customers from Office on-premise to Office 365. So that way, they can join the cloud journey with us. Uh, and then eventually, when they get into Office 365, we will get to use EMS. Uh, so the Azure, uh, and then they will go from there and to use more Azure services. So the security thing's kind of new, huh? Correct. Yeah, how did you get into that? You just were like, oh, that sounds interesting. Um, for me, it was more like security is always going to exist. It, it doesn't matter if you are on-premise, if you're on the cloud, or whatever comes after the cloud. Uh, it's always there because no, none of us want to get our information stolen, right? So I thought, why don't I challenge myself and learn something new? I get customers to move from on-premise to 365. Now, how can I make sure that our engineering teams are building secure code. Like, let's go back to the engineering fundamentals. And so that's what I, when I started, I had no idea of security. Wow. I can tell you that. Like, I didn't know what static analysis tool even meant. Uh, but I've been having an awesome team that has helped me and guided me so I can learn and be an awesome PM and do cool things for our so teams. So how are you learning? Do you just like look at documentation online or videos or what are you doing to catch up on the whole security world? Because uh, it seems so new. Correct. Whole, yeah, but it's like, very important. So our platform is internal, so there's not much online <laughs> that I can uh, go and follow. Uh, but I learn a lot from the assurance team. I learn a lot from the pen testing team that just sit right next to us. Uh, and I get to see what the developers are doing. I got the chance to code myself a feature mm -hmm. so customers can send the feedback. Uh, and it's just learning more about the tools, reaching out to other security teams that are inside Microsoft and learning from them. Do you talk to people like Barry Dorans? Do you know him? No. He's a huge security guy in Microsoft. What about Great. Troy Hunt? Troy Hunt. Oh, yeah. well, yeah. Do you that follow tips and tricks from people like that? Yes, or? I do. Okay. I do it on Twitter and on LinkedIn and the plural side. Like, that's just a super awesome tool that, that we have uh, where I get to learn a lot. Is, do you take things he's taught and implement it in your in your work, or not really? Does it not really apply? Not really, because it doesn't really apply. But it's always nice to see uh, what he's doing, what he's been up to. Like mm -hmm. he was just recently in the White House, uh, yeah. just talking about security and the importance of it. Um, but I get to, I just really like to learn like what's going on in the field, right? Like GDPR and things like that. Mm. Uh, and I. I, it's not so much relevant to what we do inside because it's more like we're interested more in like new tools that we can provide to engineering teams so 
we can go and look for other vulnerabilities that we weren't looking okay. before. Okay, nice, yes. very fun. So, okay, let's get away from the day-to-day -day boring Microsoft life. Let's go back, <laughs> back to Bia as a kid. Yeah. What got you into technology? Where did you grow up? What schools did you go to? How did you get into this world? Cool, yeah, so I'm from Venezuela and I grew up and I used to love Encarta. So Encarta, you, like for those of you that don't know, it's like Wikipedia on a CD. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I was just like blown away, how can I have all that many information into a CD, mm -hmm. right? Because uh, like for my parents, they had to go to the library and then go and find a book and look for that information. Uh, for me, I was just look for like, what's New Zealand like, or what happened in World War II, or, or things like that, but everything was on a CD. Uh, so for me, I was like, how can I put that much information into something like this yeah. small? That was ignite that uh, curiosity for technology. Uh, so then I went to uh, middle school in Florida so I could learn English. I went back home, I did the international baccalaureate in my Venezuelan degree, and then uh, I went to Germany for a change student. Okay. So I got was to that hard to do from Venezuela to Germany, or are they pretty open? Was it a program that was? It was through a program called EF. Okay. So a change for uh, I don't remember. So EF is like a change foreign or something like that. But it was a program, and I got to live with a host family in downtown Berlin, and it was just super super cool. Like how different cultures. Uh, got to learn German, got to go to the school, um, and I got to travel and do fun stuff because I already graduated, right? So that was more of a year for me, like go and experiment and do fun things. And so then at this time, you know Spanish, English, and now German. German, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And so I went back to the US, I did tryouts, I got a bunch of scholarships uh, from all over the country, and then I had to decide what, it, what where do I want to go to school and what do I want to study. So I've always been interested in computers, but I also like the business side. Mm -hmm. How can we make either more profits or how can we make something that people actually need uh, and then I decided to study information systems mm -hmm. in Wisconsin Eau Claire okay and so um, is your family back in Venezuela during this whole time they were, yes wow. they've been there and then uh, in Wisconsin it was just so I seen this note in Germany but not like nothing like in Wisconsin so when we get to Wisconsin for the first time I travel with my mom they were putting something called de-icing on the uh -huh. airplane I've never seen this in my life yeah. right for me it was like what are we doing um, so in university I got to learn how to program in Visual Basic and then like C Sharp uh, how to use SharePoint because it was Microsoft focus it said that we use uh, Oracle instead of SQL uh, but I really enjoy it. I got a chance to do two internships and then based, because I was an international student, they asked me if I wanted to do the international business major as well. And I did, so I had the chance to study abroad in China wow. and do research in India. Oh, look at you. So that was uh -huh. super fun. And then after I graduated, um, I decided to join Microsoft to the mock program. Okay. So the mock program stands for Microsoft Academy for College Hires. Okay. Yeah. So you did that and then it led to a full-time position? So that's actually a full-time. So when I started, that's when, uh, when I started doing moving customers from premise to 365 oh, okay. uh, through the mock program. So the, what the mock program does is that it trains people that had never worked before mm -hmm. into like a real job. And so how we should treat Microsoft customers, what is Microsoft all about, what are the Microsoft technologies and things like that. Mm -hmm. So that way when you are put in front of a customer, you know how to react, what to say, what not to say. Uh, why our products are the leading edge in technology and mm -hmm. things like that. How did you sign up for this in Wisconsin? Was it just like a booth available and you were like, yes, I'm going to go to that booth and sign up? Did uh, you apply online or how easy was it to get involved? It, it wasn't that easy, but 
you guys have, like, Microsoft has awesome recruiters. Um, so where I went to university, Microsoft doesn't come to go and recruit, but it goes to Madison, Wisconsin. Mm. So what I did is I reached out. I always wanted to work for Microsoft because of Encorda, because of <laughs> what Bill Gates does, like what the, his foundation. Mm. And that was just a dream. I never thought I could make it happen, yeah. uh, to be honest. But I went and reached out to one of the recruiters at Madison and I said, hey, I know you're recruiting at Madison. I go to Eau Claire. I know it's not the same city, but here's my resume. Is there any talk? And then I went to a, a talk that she was having over Skype. I talked to her and uh, it, it worked out. I sent her my resume, like this is the reasons why I want to work. I would love to do something related to Office because that's what I'm more familiar with. And then eventually within like two or three weeks, I got a phone call. I had my interview and then the rest is history. history. Yes. Love it. So yeah. I know you're very involved in uh, women in tech and mm -hmm. programs like that. It's your extracurriculars outside of your day job. Correct. So tell us a little bit about the programs you're involved in and the people you've met and spoken to and the message you're trying to get across. Correct. So for me, uh, it was we have a huge gap when it comes to women in tech, but the gap is even wider when it comes to Hispanics in tech. So I, I help with OLA, which is the enterprise resource group that we have for Hispanics at Microsoft. I'm part of the board and the leadership team that's trying to make sure that more Hispanics comes and the one that are here, that they stay at Microsoft. And then also I'm part of Tecnologica. So Tecnologicas is... Which is a fabulous name, by the way. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so what Tecnologicas is, is getting in, or inspiring girls that are in middle school and high school to go into the STEM roles whenever mm -hmm. they grow up. Uh, and so what we do is that we travel across the country and go and reach out to those communities of girls uh, that they might not have the opportunity or they haven't seen a person that looked like them. Because mm -hmm. sometimes it's hard to see what you can't see. Mm -hmm. uh, to, um, and so we just go there and say like, hey, this is what I do at Microsoft. This is what my passion. This is how I got started into tech. This is... Uh, why coding is a good opportunity for your future. Uh, and what we see is that most of the kids that we go and reach out, the girls, their parents didn't even finish school. Mm -hmm. Most of these uh, parents are like, maybe they finished third grade, maybe mm -hmm. fourth grade. The majority doesn't even finish school. So it's hard school. for them to see exactly. what's, what's possible. Correct. And when they see someone like you, oh, that looks like me. I can right. relate to her. I can right. be like that one day. That's yeah. our goal, right? Yeah. Because all these girls are so bright. and But if they don't have that aspiration mm -hmm. or like, this is what I can actually be mm -hmm. someone like like Bea or like mm -hmm. so many we have so many role models yeah. right I'm not the only one so that's why we go and even if they don't want to study a STEM which is okay as well uh, we just tell them like, hey, like it's okay for you to go to college there's all these opportunities this is all the financial aid that you mm -hmm. can have yeah. and for us it's like, just go to university follow your passion be who you are mm -hmm. do what you love mm -hmm. uh, and that's what we try to do and it's just been super fun and then we got a lot of backup from uh, from Eva Longoria, which was one of the of the ladies that's backing up uh, the campaign of Tecnologicas and then Univision. So, because we have a lot of the the parents of these girls don't necessarily speak English, mm -hmm. so we go and speak in Spanish uh, when we have the chance in Univision, and then that way they can also go to the resources that we have and then find more about how their girls can be a Tecnologica or how their girls can be a possible engineer mm -hmm. or do what they love. Uh, and it's just super, super fun. It really fills my heart when I get to see other girls that are like, oh, wow, I can I be an engineer? Can I work in security? And it's funny because sometimes when, when I tell them I work in security, they say, so you keep off the bad guys? Do you punch yeah. them? Do you work the night shift? Yeah. And so it's more like, well... Well, it doesn't work that way, but <laughs> right. kind of. Uh, <laughs> right, so it's yeah. just nice to see like 
not not just what they see is what's real. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of opportunities that, and, and we want it at Microsoft, mm -hmm. right? And any tech companies yeah. looking for that different perspective or being diverse oh, and sure. inclusive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We are a global company. We need to make for the global audience. Our products need to match that. So correct. Yes. Well, what is the the first program? What was the name of it again? Ah, uh, Ola. Yeah. Yes. So how do you retain women who are Hispanic at Microsoft to want to stay and keep them motivated? Yeah, so uh, Ola is not just focused on women, it's for the entire Hispanic, but uh -huh. what we do is professional growth, right? We have conference once or twice a year where we bring speakers, or so the last one we had Satya, and then we had the chance to hear him about what he thinks about how much improvement the Hispanic community is making into our products. Uh, and so professional growth and meetings get together because uh, sometimes you just need that support from someone yeah. that it's just similar to you or similar culture. Mm -hmm. And it's just been great. We just have a new leadership team. We have changed. We always keep together and we've been growing. So when I started at Ola, we had like only two chapters, so like Redmond and New York or something mm -hmm. like that. Right now we have more than 10. Wow. So it's just very fun now to see that there are chapters in Florida, there are chapters in, in, even inside the different organizations at Microsoft because we just want to help each other. And it's just a, a nice way when I need help, uh, so one of the good mentors that I have right now is Laura, mm -hmm. and Laura works in national security, right? So when I need some sort of questions like, hey, tell me more about what the, the national security org is doing mm. when it comes to this or when it comes to that. And if it would have been because of Ola or because of the CNE engagement when it comes to DNI, mm. I probably wouldn't have met her. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So, yeah. Where do you see the future of your involvement in women in tech and Hispanics in tech? And your role at, uh, in Microsoft, where do you see yourself in the future? Uh, for me, it, it would just be nice to see that more, more, more diverse background, even if they're not Hispanic, but more diverse background comes to Microsoft and just keep doing what I do and just keep learning, right? Because mm -hmm. there's a lot of things that I don't know that I would like to learn. Uh, but I think security is a huge field. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of things that I, I'm going to start learning soon, which is assurance, how to do threat modeling. And I'm just very excited. I don't know what the future will bring, but I just hope that I stay here at Microsoft mm -hmm. and keep doing fun stuff and encouraging and inspiring as many girls and women as, as I can. Nice. And you're yeah. active on social media. What's your Twitter yes. handle for people uh, to follow? B-E-A-G-A-N-D-I-C-A, -A -A, so Bea Gandica. Okay. Yes. And so you're, you tweet a lot and you're... Do you post it much or not really? Or? I try. I try. Okay. I'm more active on LinkedIn, but okay. I also follow her on LinkedIn yeah. as well. <laughs> but I try to post on, on Twitter whenever I can when we do events. Uh, one of the recent events that we did was in Westchester in New York, and so we got the Microsoft New York account to tweet to. And then it was just super fun uh, to see girls that just coming from like a farming community, yeah. and they didn't even know that there was a Microsoft store at the Westchester Mall. Wow. Um, so that was just super fun, and they get to do the Minecraft hour yeah. of code, which is just cool. That's always overall. fun. I actually yes. went to Peru and did the hour of code no way. with Peruvian students. Yeah, that That's was an amazing awesome. experience. They were cool. way better at it than I no, was. No, no, yeah, no. I don't believe amazing. that. It's step by step, yeah, right? They were amazing. I was just blown away, but yeah. That's that great. Cool. Yeah. So let's now enter the lightning round. This is a series of questions I'm going to ask you. It's about yourself. You just answer them quick. Okay. Don't think too much about it. Sounds and good. And we get to know you a, bit, a little bit better. Okay. Okay. So first one, coffee or tea? Neither. Neither? <laughs> More like soda? The sparkling water. Sparkling water. Yeah. Okay, that's good. That's better than soda. Uh, Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. What's your favorite programming language? Uh, C Sharp. What is a gadget that you have purchased over the year or couple of years and you regret it? Your worst buyer remorse? Windows Phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's okay. That's fine. 
Um, what's your favorite TV show to binge watch? Uh, I really like Silicon Valley. Oh, yeah? Yes. That's pretty, because it's so relatable sometimes. Right. <laughs> Some of the episodes are pretty similar Yeah. yeah to, to working in the tech community. Um, what do you spend money on that makes your life easier? Easier. Uh, traveling. Yeah. Yeah. You would never give up traveling. <laughs> no, no, like, no. It doesn't matter what your budget is. You're, you're going to keep doing that. Correct. All right. And then let's end with what would you say to the younger generation that wants to get involved in tech? What are some inspiring words for them? I would just say just keep trying, right? It might, it might happen that the first time you don't get how to code or, the, or maybe you just start with Java and it's just complicated, but just keep pushing because it's going to come to you and just never stop learning, right? This growth mindset that we have here at Microsoft, keep learning, learn something new, and don't give up. You can do it. That's it. Thank Follow you. her on Twitter. <laughs> get active in the community. See you next time.